With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk shoes. Recorded live. Hi, this is Mark Giuliano, and uh, we're doing another show on uh, traveling to Italy. Uh, we've talked about in other talkcasts uh, Florence and uh, Venice. Today we're going to be talking about the Amalfi Coast. Uh, which is absolutely one of the most beautiful parts uh, of Italy, if not in, in the entire world. Uh, that's certainly I've, I've ever been to, and a lot of other you know photographs of you may have seen of, of uh, the Amalfi Coast. Uh, so uh, as I usually ask, has anybody here uh, ever been there or uh, heard of the Amalfi Coast, uh, that, that sort of thing? Nope, I never heard of it. Okay, uh, so we've got we've got some novices who hopefully will be going to the Amalfi Coast soon. So where, where is that, Mark? That's how ignorant I am. Where, yeah, okay. Talking about the Amalfi Coast, um, if you know where Naples is, basically Naples is a few hours south of Rome, and about three hours uh, south of Naples is the Amalfi Coast. Um, it's a peninsula that juts out uh, from sort of the main, you know, boot part of of Italy. And it's that that kind of huge peninsula that, that comprises the Amalfi Coast. Um, it's in between uh, the towns of Sorrento and Salerno. So that's sort of the beginning and the end of what people generally refer to as the Amalfi Coast. Um, in fact, the, the towns of Salerno and Sorrento are, are absolutely beautiful. Um, so you wouldn't want to just you know go straight to the Amalfi Coast. You're going to pass by either Salerno or Sorrento. I personally recommend doing the whole loop around the peninsula so you hit both of those towns. Um, most of the towns are fishing-like villages. Uh, not a lot of industry in any of these towns. So they're very pristine. Um, they're really very Italian in the sense that uh, there's a lot of Italians there. There's, you know, the buildings are old, grapevines have been there for centuries, uh, and th things like that. Uh, any questions right now? Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about it. It's to describe the coast of the Amalfi Coast is. Uh, a bit difficult because you really need a, need a photograph. But if you can imagine, if you've ever been to California on Route 1, uh, going up the coast, and, and it's the, the incredible windy Route 1 that goes pretty much all of, of uh, California, you can imagine how steep that coast is. Now imagine building cities on those steep slopes. And that gives you an idea of what the Amalfi Coast looked like. These towns have been there for centuries, um, and they've built upon each other. But it's it's a very, very unique setting to see the buildings right on top of each other. It's almost as if your roof is someone else's basement, uh, you know, foundation. And then it kind of, they go all the way up the hill, and all the, a lot of the houses are almost attached together as they climb up the hill. 
Uh, that give you guys a uh, reasonable picture. Yeah, I can think. Of, I can see see it like picturing it a little bit there. I mean, I've never been to California, but I've seen pictures of that. So. Yeah, it's it's sort of kind of one of these areas that you have to ask yourself, why the heck did these people build towns here? <laughs> because to build a town in a vertical, um, you know, piece of land is is obviously extremely difficult. <laughs> Um, now the Amalfi Coast then is is surrounded, um, as of course a peninsula would be, uh, with uh, water. It is a, a beautiful water, Mediterranean uh, part of the sea, and it's that that kind of crystal clear blue that you might see in the Caribbean or, or somewhere else. It's uh, again absolutely gorgeous. Um, Let's see. The, the next thing I uh, I talk about, and I certainly please encourage people to to ask uh, some more questions, um, would be the times to go there. Uh, resort towns. It's you know very busy in July and August. Um, uh, certainly, if you can go in early June, May, and September, those tend to be the best months. Uh, you'll be able to get warm weather in the in the uh, 70s and potentially 80s that time. Um, it never gets super hot there because it's moderated by the breezes coming off of the, uh, the Mediterranean. What, when did you say it was the best time to go again? Um, the best time, I guess, in May, early June, and September. Okay. Um, if you go in the other months, it's fine. It's, it's obviously the same. It's just as gorgeous, but there's uh, the weather wouldn't be quite as good. It'd be hard to go to the beach in those months, uh, for oh, example. Okay. Um, so let's uh, talk a little bit about the uh, towns on the Amalfi Coast. Uh, I won't hit every one, of course. Again, Salerno and Sorrento are kind of the two ends of it. And the most popular town of all is uh, Positano, uh, which is about halfway in between Sorrento and Salerno. Positano is, is just, it's hard to describe it as how beautiful it is. Um, it's not only a town where all these houses are kind of stacked on top of each other and uh, things like that, but there's walkways and, and great shopping and restaurants, and you can sort of wind your way down the hill and, and see all these, these shops and different things and the view from the very top of um, Positano, because basically you're driving on a road and kind of go down uh, to it. Is uh, is great. Uh, the shopping in particular, it's very expensive in Positano in particular because it's such a high-end resort. Um, I know my wife bought some clothes there that were very very high fashion that certainly couldn't get anywhere else in the world. And so, it, yeah, I highly recommend uh, Positano. Now, most of these towns along the coast, uh, a day is is plenty uh, to see the town. Of course, it's a resort. I'd recommend a lot longer if you just want to relax. And not worry too much about you know seeing everything. Uh, other towns are uh, the town of Amalfi itself, which is again a fishing town. Um, that's access. The road goes down there to, to to the water, so you're actually seeing the town above you, and uh, it's it's again you know beautiful, and you can walk all the way up up the hill and and uh, and back down. And Ravello is also another uh, very good uh, town to uh, to visit. The other place to visit on the Amalfi Coast is not actually on the coast. It's an island off the coast, which is um, 
it's, like I said, it's an island off the coast called Capri, and you, you may have heard of, of Capri. And Capri is uh, a, a beautiful island, almost almost like the Caribbean, I think, would be the best way to describe it. And hold on a second, guys. I want to type in a chat. Okay, and, and Capri is, again, just beautiful, like a Caribbean island, um, but very uh, high-end in terms of the shops and restaurants and things like that. Um, you can take a boat there very easily from a number of the towns on the Amalfi Coast, and I highly recommend it. If you, if you visit the Amalfi Coast and don't see Capri, you've, you've definitely made a mistake. Okay, any, any questions uh, on so far? Okay, uh, well, let's talk a little bit about the uh, food. Obviously, um, uh, in fact, you guys were all muted, so and now I should ask the thing again. Are there any questions from anybody at this point? Yeah, yeah. Mark, how do you? Oh, sorry. How do you actually get to the island that you that you were just mentioned? Capri, like... you take a you take a boat. You take a boat oh, okay. from a number of the different um, okay. uh, towns along the Amalfi Coast. Um, there's one thing I've forgotten, um, I sh which I, sh I shouldn't have. It's, it's um, very important about the Amalfi Coast. It is about the windiest road you've ever seen in your life. Now, in addition to the windiness, it's just barely two cars can fit coming in either direction. There's then a wall on one side of you, and if you look down, you see the ocean or or towns, very steep. If you look up, you see this steep mountain, uh, and it's, it's incredibly difficult to drive. Personally, I loved it. Uh, being from New York, I thought it was a, a, great, a great amount of fun to drive the Amalfi Coast. But uh, I was with my wife when I went there, and her parents, and I, none of them would drive a car. <laughs> They refused to drive in, in the whole area, and I was the only one who got to, to drive. And uh, it, it's just sort of an experience. It also means that it takes a while to get from place to place. The Amalfi Coast may be uh, 100 miles um, or so, but it will take you many hours to get from one end to the other because of this uh, windy road. But that's the good news, because the windiness makes you stop and drink some wine and and eat and chop and do what else you uh, want to do in terms of sightseeing. Hey, Mark. Yeah. Um, when you go to the the coast, like how often, like first, like how many days do you stay, and then where do like do you spend like an hour in each town or something? Do you just plan on spending a whole day? Again, this is this has to do, frankly, with the issue of how people like to travel. Um, if you're the type of person that likes to go on a cruise and come into port and see a town for a few hours and then go to the next port, um, you can certainly do that on, on the Amalfi Coast. I would recommend, frankly, a minimum of a week to go to see the entire coast. You could probably do it in, in three to four days by just hitting a few of the towns. The other thing is to get a real flavor of a town, an hour is just, just simply not enough. Um, you, you, could, you could do it. You could walk from one end to the other. You wouldn't experience the coast and, and being Italian, if you will. So it's not the kind of trip that you just buzz through. Uh, it's it's certainly something that you need to enjoy, and, and it's very, very relaxing and things like that. 
Um, now, again, if you're going on one of these trips of Italy where you see, you know, Naples, Rome, Venice, and Milan in, in two weeks, you're not going to have a chance to go to the Amalfi Coast. It's, it's a bit out of the way. Uh, one place I should also mention um, in the Amalfi Coast is near Salerno. Um, within an hour of Salerno uh, is Pompeii and Herculaneum. And that's a great day trip if you're staying in Salerno. It's also a great place to go if you're driving down from um, Naples. Uh, again, you can take a bus or, or whatever, but just assume you're driving. It's right along the way, so you're not going anywhere out of the way. And, and you guys all know about um, you know, Pompeii and Herculaneum and how magnificent they are. Any other questions? Okay, uh, in terms of the food there, I found the best thing to eat on the Amalfi Coast is fish. Um, the fish comes literally right off the boat. Um, these t towns are fishing towns, and if you like fish, and probably even if you don't, it's a great place to have uh, fish. Um, generally, it's prepared very, very simply. Um, you know, either grilled or baked, um, a few spices, butter, lemon, that sort of thing. So you're not going to get one of these kind of soupy types of, of fish. Um, you might get that in a high-end restaurant, but I, I would recommend just kind of straight-up fish that tastes good. Um, my, one of my very favorite uh, fish, or really shellfish, to eat is mussels. And I was in uh, Salerno uh, for a few days, and I, I ordered mussels at, at one of the restaurants. They were absolutely delicious, best mussels I've had in the world. And I called the waiter uh, in over and in Italian asked him what was in the in the mussels. How did they make the mussels? And he kind of looked at me funny. Um, so I asked the question a different way. And he 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 said uh, sala e pepe, which means salt and pepper. That's it. That's what was in the mussels. They steamed them and added salt and pepper and served them. And so they were that good. Again, he didn't need all the butters and, and you know, garlics and, and everything else. They made it incredibly simply and uh, just just absolutely wonderful. These restaurants, too, are the kind of places you go in and you see all the fish laid out, you know, for you to choose and, and things like that. So it's a real fun experience eating, eating along the coast. Okay, um, let's see. I've I've covered a lot of, of the issues and ideas. Um, if you're if you're single, by the way, and you want to get married there, it's an awesome place to go and get married or go on your honeymoon. Um, very again relaxing and, uh, and and fun and sightseeing and things like that. Any other questions before we uh, end the call today? I've got a question. Um, today's audio think on the call. I wanted to know if you noticed any differences between the food in the northern part of Italy and the southern part. Um, my wife and I just had our honeymoon in Florence and Rome, and we loved it and uh, was, were somewhat surprised at the, the style of uh, food, um, given our American perspective of Italian food. Can you comment any on that? Uh, could, could you get, uh, repeat that? I was uh, just typing in a uh, chat, unfortunately. Oh, um, yeah. Have you noticed anything different uh, between... Uh, what significant differences might we expect between the northern food in Italy and the southern food? Yeah, um, first of all, in, in most of the east coast of the United States, 
Um, the Italians that immigrated here were from the south. Uh, the reason for that is, and it seems to go to a lot of countries, the south tends to be poorer than the north. So they had the more impetus to come to, to this country. On the west coast in California, you actually find more northern Italians. Uh, the differences in the food are kind of a good example is just take spaghetti sauce. When you're in the, in the deep south um, or in Sicily, the sauces are very thick. They're more spicy. Um, I don't mean very hot. They just have a lot of spices in them, and, and that's the kind of sauce. As you go north, um, say into the, the Florence area, you get kind of a, a pretty simple tomato sauce in the sense that it's, it's even. It doesn't have a lot of spices. It's very tomato-y um, and, and very, very uh, good. That's my favorite type of. As you go north into Bologna, for example, you're going to start to see some, some cream actually added to the sauces. So the sauces look, look white. Uh, not white. I said they're sort of a pink. Um, and again, it's lighter, and it sort of goes up. And then when you get to the mountains, which are basically you're in Switzerland, you're going to start seeing cream sauces, which are you know more cream than anything else. So that's just an example, and the food kind of goes along with that in terms of the spiciness versus the uh, um, more simple. Uh, I do, again, think it's unfortunate that most Americans like the very spicy Italian. I don't think that's typical. It's much more simple. And if the ingredients are good, like tomatoes, you're going to have good sauce or good fish or good steak or whatever. Uh, Thank you. Great answer. Sure. And I sure. really enjoyed your podcast on uh, your show on Florence. Oh, great. So you did listen to it. I did. Yeah, yeah. Florence is, is my favorite city in the world. I, I really love uh, love going there. I, like I said, I've been there for four months out of my life, and, and I wish I'd been there for you know 40 months <laughs> um, or 400 months. It's just a wonderful place. Um, but the Amalfi Coast is equally wonderful. Uh, again, I tend to be the kind of person that wants to go to a particular place and stay there for a week or two, as opposed to the kind of jaunts all over the place. But uh, some people like the other. Good. Uh, anything else? Okay. So at, at this time, I'd like to, uh, I'm going to close the TalkCast. And, and again, there is somebody on the call. AudioThink, I think is, I don't know, what, I think you just asked my question. Um, yeah, that's me. Uh, thanks for coming to the show. You are, and hopefully you remember, one of the very first people to be on a, on a live TalkCast outside of of the company TalkShoe. We just put the site up last night around 9 o'clock <laughs> p.m. Um, and, you know, this, this hopefully will, you know, become obviously much bigger, but uh, we really appreciate you being an early user. Well, I'm okay. sure you'll get a lot more after Mike Arrington on TalkCrunch um, has, has given you a, a big thumbs up. Or Great. Crunch. Yeah, we're just really starting to do the... We're just starting to do the public relations, and it's great to see that. We, we did very little to get that. And, um, yeah, obviously we're going to spread the word more and, and keep spreading it and see where it goes. Looks great okay. so far. Okay, great. So I am going to uh, end the call, uh, encourage anybody on the line to uh, make more talk casts, participate in some, and, and uh, good luck. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.